0: is Chatting Human Design, the place to be to hear how real people use human design in their everyday life. I'm so excited to have you. Hello, hello. Janelle Turner here. Thanks for listening to Chatting Human Design. My guest today is a 1-3 sacral generator. I haven't had a generator on in so long. I am so happy that she agreed to come on. So everybody, welcome Kate. Hi, Kate.
1: Hi. It's so great to be here. I'm so excited.
0: Good. I'm glad that you're here. I'm um, I, I found Kate on Instagram, which is where I find most of the guests for this podcast. And she's the light lines if you are there. And I think the reason I was so drawn to you is because the way that you post is very easy to understand and you don't use a lot of words. There's it's you keep things short and sweet, which is much easier for me. And I can tell, even if a post you're doing is not funny, that there's a little bit of humor behind what you've got going on a lot of the time. So I like that too. Would you you agree with that description of yourself? (laughs) A hundred percent. Oh
1: my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Every time I'm posting something, well, and of course, when I first started, I was very serious, you know, very much like, oh, human design is a very complex and in-depth subject so everything I create has to reflect that mm-hmm, and so, yeah. then something switched in me where I was like but what if I just described it how I would talk about it because mm-hmm. I, I don't know about you but I had that experience of when I first came to human design I was totally intimidated by it and it was like all right I have to learn everything that's like perfectly correct I've got to memorize the textbook and you know being that one third line I was like mm-hmm. if I'm not saying exactly the way that it's written, then I'm doing it incorrectly. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I think after a few, <laughs> a little while of posting, I just started having fun with it and realizing that you can keep it simple and still make sure that that true and authentic message comes through about human uh-huh. design. Uh, but my goal is always to make it accessible so anybody feels like they can pick it up, learn what they need to learn, because ultimately this is a tool to help people understand themselves. And if it's way too confusing for them to even start, what's the point? So that's, that's my whole goal. And also I like having fun, you know, I think I found out recently that the perfect, like if there was a diagram between my top interests, it would be like cute cats and human design. (laughs) I'm somewhere in the middle. So (laughs) everything that I create, I hope is fun. And also being a generator, I'm like, if I'm putting something out there that I personally don't find super satisfying and exciting, nobody else is going to either. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, I think that's correct. You, you nailed it on the head. And <laughs> I'm, I'm glad my humor is coming through and it's not just getting lost. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, that's usually what it attracts me to people. Um, when it comes to their content, sometimes I can tell when they're poking fun at certain things or making light <laughs> of certain things. And I totally agree. When I first came to this, not only is it, feel serious and heavy, but when you're sharing things, sometimes people will, will, will tell you, you know, you have to be careful with how you share and what words you use and what you say, because you can start somebody off on this journey. That's just completely wrong or, or whatever. And that felt like so much pressure and responsibility oh, yeah. to me. And I just wanted to be able to share some stuff and not, 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 have to include every little piece of information about this gate into this post, because I don't want to miss something and someone be upset or whatever. And I think it's much better the way that you do it with just like, well, this is what I want to talk about today. So here you go. (laughs) Here you go. I hope you like it too. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. And I I think it's really cool what you do, because this is sort of new for me. I haven't really gone this way with human design because there's about a, bazillion different avenues you can take when you get into human design there's so many rabbit holes but astrology and human design has always been interesting to me I always look at those little boxes on the side of my chart and I'm like oh this planet's in this gate and this is in this and that's so great and neat but I don't I, I don't know what it means and I know it means something and I look at the transits and it's like okay I get that this means stuff but I've never really gotten into it. So, uh, when we were, when I was getting ready to talk to you today, I, I wrote down some notes about like my sun gate and my North node and my South node. Mm. We'll We'll go over that kind of stuff, but I wanted to ask you, like, how would you, how do you kind of describe how you put them together or how they go together? I guess.
1: Yeah, no, that's a great question. And So I actually found astrology before I got into human design, but at a very high level, it was something that, um, one of the plus sides of the pandemic happening, which there are very few, but everything was remote. And so there was a yoga studio based in New York. And I was in California at the time that was doing an astrology workshop and training. And so I got to take it even though I was on the other side of the country, Um, and it was just so fascinating, and from there, I kind of stumbled into human design, and to be honest, I was like, I'm not really sure how these two pieces go together, because, you know, in astrology, you're getting really into the heavy emphasis on the zodiac signs, the planets, and then, you know, adding that to the layer of what house it falls in your chart, and then looking at human design, it's like, wait, but now there's a body graph, and the planets are there too, but like, what how does this all integrate yeah. and you know being someone who tends to like take all of the information in and then get completely overwhelmed and like how do i even apply this mm-hmm. um it's been a process of like teasing out and seeing how they actually complement one another and human design essentially the backbone of human design is astrology mm-hmm. the placement of the planets uh dictates the unconscious placements the conscious placements and builds that entire body graph and digging into how all of that is interwoven and even just expanding the view of the chart so you know the second i got my hands on that like pro genetic matrix account i was like i want to see all the different modes that you can view the chart what really blew my mind was just looking at the um mandala view where you can see your rave chart in the middle and then Mm -hmm. you know all of the gates going around similarly in that wheel and then the zodiac signs on the outside and then you know getting into the into you know the quarters and it just made so much sense to me like oh okay so understanding the gate can be even expanded I can read the description of what this gate is, what the I Ching hexagram is, but then also I can tie that to the zodiac placement. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of us are semi familiar with the zodiac signs. Yeah. I mean, I grew up knowing I am a Cancer. I didn't know anything else from that, but I was in a family with like a million other cancers, so I was like, oh, "Okay, I can grasp this. This seems like it's part of my vernacular." Mm-hmm. So those archetypes were more clear whereas maybe the gate description was a little bit more required more thought required more how do i ground this in my current reality mm-hmm. um so firstly starting working with the interplay between the gates the zodiac sign they're associated with and then eventually expanding outward to what does this mean if the planet is there now because mm-hmm. the planet i think is like the big it's the biggest archetype you know there there are these giant representations of like the macro and we're the little micro here so the sun represents like the ultimate sense of identity it's the thing where light shines out and you know how do you actually apply that or think about that in your everyday life well you do that through the lens of the zodiac and then also your gate placement so it becomes a little bit more tangible you get more information but um essentially i've had a lot of fun expanding my understanding of astrology and seeing how that clarifies a lot of things in human design as well I often find myself like if I'm purely just doing astrology content or like digging into an aspect of astrology I'm like oh I'm pretty sure that's where this comes from in human design or you know I'll look at Mm -hmm. the zodiac or the the birth chart wheel and think like okay well the upper quadrant has to do with interpersonal things and that feels a lot to me like a fourth line like How are these things interwoven? And of course it doesn't always squarely fit, but I have found that just digging into those more subtle layers of the chart helps to bring everything so much more into like the vivid picture. Uh, And really for me personally, it's helped me to understand myself. And if I can't understand myself, because often it's hard to like, how, Mm -hmm. how do you see yourself and apply this stuff? But for other people, it's like, okay. Now you have like four sets of information or four data points that you can compare to get a full, a more full picture mm-hmm. of how this might show up for you. So that's kind of a high level view of how That's so awesome. I use it all together. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a wild, wild process, really.
0: Yeah, that's, that's so cool. And just like you said, I've looked at the Mandala view and I've seen where the planets are and. Again, it's like, oh, that's neat. Well, that's cool, but I don't really know what that means. Um, the one that I'm the most familiar with, and I think anyone who's uh, studied human design a little bit past like type, strategy, authority, and profile will get to their personality sun gate because that's mentioned a lot for for people. Um, what what do you think about? the sun gate, like how does that, that's, a, it's, that shows people what their personality is to other people, right. Or how they are seen by other people, I guess.
1: Yeah. So you can think of it simply as like how you shine in this world. Mm-hmm. So what is the first thing that people understand about you? And you can also get into, if you, if you look at the astrology uh, version of your chart, you can see what your rising sign is. Cause that also colors a little bit, like what your first impression is but ultimately like at your core essence, you're here to embody and explore what it means to shine outwardly as your sun gate. Um, So for me, I have my sun placement in gate 52, which is the mountain it's stillness. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because I've been told that people feel very calm around me or like I have this like rather soothing presence where I personally am like, oh, okay. I don't know. I'm just like walking around and like trying to take care of people and as much as possible grounding myself and trying to be calm myself. Uh, but having that information from that sun gate placement is like, oh, okay, yeah, that's where that comes from. Mm-hmm. And the sun placement in particular is can, can be uh, a category that you go to when you're you know, creating a business or you're just trying to better understand yourself and how other people potentially view you or what you're here to show other people how to do. Um, So yeah, it's, it's a really powerful placement. Mm -hmm.
0: Mine is one, which is the gate of uh, self-expression and I don't know, it's hard and creativity and it's hard for me. I don't know. I don't really see myself as a traditionally traditionally creative person. And I've talked about this before, Mm -hmm. but I know that this is creative, what we're doing. And I know Mm -hmm. when I connect with people about human design, that that's creative and I like to cook and bake and that kind of stuff. And I know that when it comes to creativity and creating in this world, it's more about showing people new ways of doing things and new ways of looking at things and fresh and new ideas. Mm. And that's kind of where I go a little bit more with it because like when I first saw my personality son, I was like, well, I don't dance or draw or sing, or I'm not creative. (laughs) Like I don't make stuff. So I was like very confused by it. And Mm. now I see it more as a, as something where there's something that I need to get out there's something that has to come out and it's for me it's talking about human design and how Mm -hmm. it has and the other things too that i've been doing to kind of help me gain clarity in this life and i i got right with the sun gate one but it's always thrown me a little bit because and also my best friend um is a self-projected projector and she has Mm -hmm. channel one eight and she makes jewelry and I was like oh my gosh she's so creative look how creative (laughs) she is I am not creative and I think I was just
1: pigeonholing it a little bit so yeah well yeah and if I can speak to that for a second because the first and second gates have been things that I've been like digging in particularly lately because that's like the ultimate the the first gate is like the ultimate yin energy it's like the ultimate reception and I think often we think of creativity as like well, I'm crafting something or I'm literally like with my hands making something. When Mm -hmm. if you actually think of like the essence of creativity, all it really is is the ability to channel that divine input from, Mm -hmm. you know, the cosmos, the universe, source, whatever, however you see it and channel that into your daily life. So how Mm -hmm. are you able to like kind of draw that down and just do something with it? And a lot of that time, like your, your self-expression, literally, it's like how you carry yourself throughout the day, how you make tea, how you talk to other people. It's just like honoring that knowledge that when you do that, you're channeling something that's like greater than yourself. And I'm sure, you know, that feeling of like, when you're in that perfect flow just like doing, and and it's coming from something else almost, Mm -hmm. and it could be the most mundane seeming thing, but that's Mm -hmm. where that real magic happens.
0: Yeah. I, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about and I love tea. So, cool. so I'm glad that you said well, <laughs> I love I, have, too. <laughs> I have tea every day. So um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. that, that totally makes sense. And it, it, it makes it feel a lot better for me. It's, it's like better and worse because I have such like this controlling energy of, well, you just gave me some very abstract things to work with. And I, how do I control this creating thing that you're talking uh, about and how yeah, do I yeah. make it happen and all this yeah. other stuff and it's just the conditioning of my life and mm. when I saw when I saw my chair for the first time I was like this can't be right because this type of person has no control over their life and I oh. have the ultimate control over my life I was pissed off I put it away oh for a little gosh. while wow. yeah yeah and then I was like ah oh, crap <laughs> I'm not supposed to have this control and I'm making it all up and it's a whole thing up here and I'm doing it to myself and what if I didn't do it to myself
1: Totally. and then
0: that became this whole unraveling thing and it's still unraveling but yeah it was it's such a control thing for me and so anytime I read stuff in my human design chart that's like doesn't give me an exact order of operations I can do Oh yeah. Which is nothing in my chart. So it's like everything. <laughs> it's like, then it's I, all up to you. Yeah. It's like, oh, so,
1: okay, well then I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. <laughs> exactly. It's all potential. Right. Yeah. And you're like, all right, I can express this however I want. I similarly get really intimidated with that. Cause I'm like, well, somebody just tell me the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. Like what is the right way? I I've got that. Uh, the channel of judgment. What is the right way to give people feedback? What is the mm-hmm. right way to use this? And it's Timber's like
0: first line too.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, please give me that foundation where it's like, eh, you're gonna play with it. You're gonna, you're gonna have mixed results. The whole thing is learning, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. And That's and I'm, choice. I've gotten a lot better with it, but it's it's still a process, and it will, I think, oh, yeah. it will be a forever type of process. Um, there were a couple other. They're not planets. What are they? What are the? Are there, What are the nodes? First of all, what a is node. a node?
1: Yes. Uh, <laughs> what is a well, node? I, is know. It? I know. I uh, know. So the north and south node referred to the nodes of the moon, and oh yeah, I'm like <laughs> I'm going to describe this probably incorrectly. So you just did a here.
0: thousand times better than what I. I didn't even
1: know how to do with the moon. So great. Uh, and you can think of it like the moon in relation to earth moves on an axis so -hmm. it's like each section of the moon corresponds to a zodiac sign a gate so like the north side and the south side where the nodes are the nodal placements when you were born um so like right now the the north node is in gemini and the south node is in sagittarius and it'll be that way for Period of time, and then it shifts to another placement.
0: Okay, yeah, got it. That's great. I didn't even (laughs) know what it was. I'm like, I know those aren't planets, so it's gotta be something else. (laughs) Yes, yes. And I like the way you described, like the North Node is what you came to to learn, right? What you came to master, I Mm. guess, would be the word. Yeah. And uh, I looked at mine, and I was like, I'm 35, and Mm. 35 is energy of like what's coming up next let's move to the next thing I'm excited for the next thing let's go yeah yeah. hurry it up hurry it up (laughs) and I was like oh my god that's totally how I am about like life in general Mm. I'm like things aren't moving fast enough for me this day needs to get to this thing because this is the fun part like (laughs) when when am I going to be able to leave my serving job like when is that coming so I'm very like let's go to the next fun exciting thing like all this stuff in the middle I don't care about that I want to get to the next fun exciting positive thing can we skip the crappy things please and just go straight to that fun stuff oh yeah I was like oh that's totally 35 like that's what it is the shifting the growing evolving all of that so it's like am I here to
1: learn how to like deal with that (laughs) (laughs) energy yeah to a certain extent so okay the 35 also I like to ground that one it's a Gemini gate so it's all about like curiosity learning things and ultimately it's like the expression of it's like I want to try that you know I want to jump yeah. that I want to try third, that.
0: totally by third line I'm a three six
1: totally third line yeah and so and what is your south node placement a five five, five. Okay. Right, right, right. And five is, I believe, wait, hold on. Oh, okay. Well, that would be a Sagittarius placement, right? Axis is nodal axis. Oh, so you're probably going through a lot of like these lessons right now are probably coming to light for you because you're going to have some nodal eclipses happening. Um, Oh my God. So it's like, what's going to happen to me? (laughs) No, no, no. It's great. It's great. You can think of it like you're (laughs) I know right <laughs> astrology is happening to us no um, <laughs> you're, you're stepping through like different portals and gates so the north and the south node they're very like karmic placements they say so your south node are lessons that you learned in past lives mm-hmm. so this is something you come into this world with uh, it's it's very natural to you. you you do this without thinking it's second nature that's like but that doesn't mean that this is necessarily something that you are in the spectrum of experience with it, you're like, yeah, I'm getting A pluses doing my south Node all the time. Um, it still takes a little awareness that like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, this is a natural skill. This is a natural resource that I can call on. Um, and ultimately the North Node. So that becomes more prominent after like, like the age of 40, we've got the Uranus opposition that happens. And then the North Node is like really in your face. I still think it's something that you can sense or you can like aim toward. Mm -hmm. Um, My nodes are in Cancer. I have a Cancer south node and a Capricorn north, north node. So I'm like, yeah, being super like empathetic, that water sign is like very natural to me, but setting goals, being on a deadline, being very like ambitious, driven. And I think my north node is in the gate of ambition. You know, that to me is a little bit more like, ooh, this is something I've got to experiment with. You know, I can see where that's in me, but I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to do it while also honoring the other part of me. Mm-hmm. So that's the fun thing about, <laughs> like I say fun thing, like it's like, that's the fun, it's easier said than done, but being able to understand the kind of natural tension that's gonna happen between the nodal axis is because they're in opposing signs, they're in opposing placements. Um, so you're always going to have to do a little like push and pull as you learn with it. Cause you want to honor your, the things that you came into this world with uh-huh. while also using that, leveraging that information to like really step into that North node and recognize that you can learn new things. You can push yourself forward and you're kind of like propelled and like, this is, it tends, it's very lofty. It's like, this is what you came here to do. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so, stepping into is. that. Mm-hmm. And you said it was in Gemini, right? And my south node is in
1: Sagittarius. Uh, yeah. Gemini. Gemini, So it would be in Sagittarius. Yeah. What
0: does that mean?
1: So uh, you can think of Gemini as where you're headed. So Sagittarius is probably where you're more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And the Sagittarius is very much like, I want to learn a lot. I want to, well, so is the Gemini. So actually they complement each other quite well, but you can think of Sagittarius as like, travel themes of exploration wanting to have tons of new experiences that's where higher learning lives as well Mm -hmm. so you can think of Sagittarius as like this is the big learning concept and Gemini is like how can I learn for me how can I like purely indulge my curiosity versus like the interplay between Sagittarius is higher learning Gemini is like just your natural wit and where where you feel inspired to like Uh dig into and explore so they're very complementary in that way but it's also two different one's fire one's like super ambitious and one's more intellectual so like how do you blend and shift those energies um and ultimately i think the the lesson with those that particular nodal combination is figuring out what truth means to you uh Mm -hmm. and being able to separate that out from like anybody else's definition and you're doing that exploration for yourself
0: yeah that's so cool whoa that's so neat and (laughs) when I was reading about Uh this stuff I noticed that both gate 35 and gate five have this energy of like impatience of kind (laughs) of just like five is more waiting for the right timing and like getting over the waiting part which I mean I'm a projector so I (laughs) yeah I'm familiar with
1: (laughs) We're done waiting. Of
0: waiting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then 35 is more like, all right, on to the next new thing. And I think that's a really mm. interesting thing for me to look at, especially now, just like you said, especially now I've felt yeah. myself be really impatient. And I I'm, keep saying, well, the transits, uh, the 3420 is defined and you're, you got safe, you got oh. some manifesting generator energy, and that's what's doing it to you. But uh, now mm. I'm looking at this stuff. I'm like, I think I have this kind of like all the time. Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's baked in, right? <laughs> yeah, and and I and it's just it's really neat the way that you're describing it because I never really think about human design and the astrological signs together, and I think that that's a really cool, yeah, neat thing.
1: I find it just grounds it. It's a little bit more. I think of it like I can see the astrology signs played out in my friends. You know, like they all embody whatever sign they are, I'm like, oh, okay, of course that's versus, and now I can start to see like, oh, and now they're also that gate, but I'm mm-hmm. like starting with the Zodiac sign to be like, okay, I can see that very clearly in a person or person- personified. Mm-hmm. And then being like, now, now the gate gives me like an extra pinpoint of like, how do I, how do I dial that in even further? You yeah. know, it's one thing to be like super curious, but then with that 35, it's like, oh no. And I'm looking for new things and going to the next experience and just like further mm-hmm. tagging mm-hmm. onto that.
0: Yeah. And I, oh, I meant to ask you, so your personality sun gate, is that the zodiac mm. sign that we are all familiar with as our zodiac signs? Like I'm a Scorpio. Yes. So would my personality sun gate one be in Scorpio?
1: Yes, it is.
0: Oh, oh okay. Ooh. Exactly.
1: Well, I do also know something. can further, I mean, I kid you not, when I expanded the view, I was like, oh duh of course <laughs> these are all my places <laughs> but it it seemed pretty radical the first time I saw it so but it's really helpful also if you're like struggling with that Scorpio first line I have that in my Pluto placement and if you think about Scorpio and what it means to like go really deep and want to be like super vulnerable but then also a little like oh but I have a shell you know oh, yeah, or like yeah. Carried to other people but a teddy bear inside and like your creativity it's like i can be creative but i have to feel safe to be creative otherwise mm-hmm. that scorpion tail you
0: know? yeah that's that that's totally right i i totally agree with that that's so funny i have like five scorpio placements in my
1: Ooh, I chart love that.
0: i know it's a lot of scorpio
1: it's all um, about like transformation too which is so exciting but which is my sixth line wrong. too
0: it all like psh-
1: It all connects, which is so cool.
0: And it's not like it's going to be like this for everybody. Like not everyone who has a personality sun gate one in Scorpio is going to have a six in their profile. Like that's not how it goes, but sometimes when you see things, you're like, ah, but then this, this kind of connects over here and that's neat. Mm. And then, oh, this thing's coming in over here. And now you're talking about node. What uh, would you say eclipses that are going to happen?
1: Oh yeah, eclipses that are happening. yeah, what does that
0: what does that mean exactly?
1: So I, I mean, timing wise, don't quote me on this, but every time we have like the sun in or not the sun, the moon in particular, like nodal placements. Mm-hmm. Throughout the year, we're going to have solar eclipse and lunar eclipses. So that are going to really emphasize either the south or the north node. Oh, okay. So, and, and when that happens, if those happen to be your personal nodal placements, then it's like a period of huge transformation because it's like you can see the collective e- experience of those like eclipses shining through in your personal life as well. It's more like it, hit, it hits a little deeper for you. Yeah, yeah. And from what I understand, anytime there are, like, north node eclipses, it has to do with expanding. And south node eclipses, it's more like you're shutting the door on something. Like You're deciding that you don't want to do that anymore and you're moving on to the next thing. Whoa. Yeah. So, So these My- are, like,
0: traditional eclipses that people look at with their... Mm -hmm. glasses but (laughs) they emphasize the north or the south node of the moon this north or south side. okay you're like teaching me some stuff here it's pretty cool Cool. it's
1: cool and i might be getting this terminology a little wrong so i apologize in advance oh it's okay
0: i know zero about astrology i came to human design with no astrology whatsoever which doesn't seem to be the norm but no no i didn't you know it's pretty cool that that people go from one to the next but you don't like you don't have to have it like I don't have to know all these things to to dive into my human design but this is like a cool avenue to be like oh I can go this way with it too and like I said I always read the transits and I'm like oh the moon is in this gate and the sun is in this gate and I hear it in my head and I'm like this must mean something cool (laughs) and I don't really know like what it means but now Mm -hmm. I understand what we're talking about much more. And because I'm a mental projector and I'm so open Mm. um, when I've had readings in the past, they always say, you know, check out the transits, look at what's going on because your environment plays a huge role in your life. And the transits are Mm -hmm. going to be part of your energetic environment. So you should check those out. And I was like, okay. But now I feel like I feel more confident being like, okay, let's go see. Like the moon is in gate 62, what sign is that? I'm going to go look at that. Mm. Or like, I'm going to get more into the gate information and see how it relates to me and my chart. And it's going to be super fun. So
1: for sure. And even just knowing what planet is doing what and when can (laughs) provide you with like, okay, maybe you don't have to know the details of like what's going on, but if the moon has moved, that's going to influence how you experience emotion If, you know, Jupiter is moved, then you're going to, that area is going to be particularly highlighted and expanded on. And, you know, Pluto, that usually means you got some radical transformation work to do. So it it can be helpful because that way, you know, like, oh, or Mars, there's a big Mars transit happening. Everybody's going to be a little edgy (laughs) or a little
0: worked up. The whole retrograde thing that freaks people out, right? Kind of like that. Uh,
1: Exactly. Yeah. Like if something's in retrograde, you're like, all right. I can just trust that my communication is going to be a little sticky, but it's all about shifting your perspective anytime it's in retrograde. Um, Yeah. It's it's definitely helpful to have that little heads up.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Is there anything else that you wanted to share in regards to human design and or astrology?
1: Oh my gosh. That's such a big question. I know. (laughs) Well, you'll probably come
0: on again, so you don't have to like... (laughs) Think of the last thing you ever want to say on this podcast,
1: but just for today, like Janelle, I'm a generator with a first line. (laughs) I I could go all day. Where should Um, I start? Uh, well, honestly, I think that as with everything, I I love to write about this stuff. So if this is the first time you've thought about the influence of astrology on your human design, uh, you can check out my website because I'm writing new things about it all the time. And my goal is to keep it easy. And something that you can take and run with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I really find if you want to dig into the transits, just having a baseline of what are these 12 planets, what do they signify, and trying to like experiment with that, like asking yourself questions. Do you observe a difference in yourself? And, Mm -hmm. you know, right now we've got Mercury retrograde, which is a great time to be like, Okay, how how am I communicating? How do I feel there's tension here, or maybe not? Maybe things are great. i I know I've recently had a bunch of uh, old, not necessarily old, but like unfinished business coming back around. and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, here's another opportunity for you to evaluate. Do you want to say yes or no to it? Um, and then going through that. So, It's definitely helpful to familiarize yourself with these planets and to remember constantly that like astrology and human design aren't happening to you. You're like a co-collaborator with them. Mm -hmm. And um, I always like to have the heads up. I personally listen to, I'm I'm a huge podcast fan and I love listening to your podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, But with astrology podcasts, I love having that like in the beginning of the week, what's going on? Just so mm-hmm. I know, kind of like what environmental influences are playing out. Uh, even though my chart is pretty defined, I only have an open, wide open heart and solar plexus. Just like anybody else, I'm very sensitive to the energies of what where other people are operating at. Um, so to just bring that intentionality into your daily experience, I think can also help to just deepen your exploration with human design, with astrology, and building that connection between like, oh, okay, I am one part of the cosmos. And so of course the bigger things are going to impact me, but I get to choose how I want to, it's like a choose your own adventure. I get to mm-hmm. choose what I want to do with that. So there's tons more. <laughs> tons no, more. I know.
0: I know. There's always so much more. That's um, so great. It's very fun. I know. It's interesting too. I when I was looking at your chart, I noticed that your only two undefined centers are open, open, no open, wide open. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh god!" And their heart and solar plexus, which is like, yeah, uh, it's just, it's just, it's like you said, you're so defined, and then you see that, and it's like, oh, but oh no. you, you're take, you're taking in a lot, a lot, a lot. When you also have a lot that you're giving out there, and it's like, it's so cool. Whenever I look at anyone's human design That's chart, and I've said this to anyone I've ever talked to you about human design, there's no chart that I look at and I'm like, oh, your, your human sign's pretty boring. Like boring. it just doesn't yeah. happen. I'm like, oh, I <laughs> and do this and then this and then this and then this. And cause some people get down on themselves or like, oh, I'm a generator. I'm pretty common. Or I'm a two, four. There's a lot of two, fours and all sorts of stuff. And I'm like, who cares? Like I can look at your chart and point out yeah. half a dozen things that I think are cool just from looking at it. And yes. I think you'll think it's cool. So I would like to share that stuff with you. And that's kind of how I feel about and design, and I need to look at people's charts really soon after I meet them. Like when oh, you were yeah. talking back and forth, I'm like, wait, wait, I need to look at a chart. I need to see what happened. <sighs> oh when God. I saw you were a generator, I was so excited because I don't try to only have projectors on. It just seems to be the thing. And mm. so when a generator or another type besides projector even wants to come on, I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, <laughs> you get so excited because it's such a different energy. and mm also I don't play favorites like I love them all yeah it's just what has happened to me with the podcast uh, so I just let it happen and well that's awesome yeah I guess this is probably a good time to, to call it quits now since this guy's starting to cut stuff outside but um, <laughs> thank you thank you so much for coming on this is really great and I learned so much and I I didn't have to know stuff. It was very exciting for me because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm learning so much stuff. And I'm going to start looking at what the plants mean because I don't even know what they mean, but now I'm going to know. And then I'm going, it'll make so much more sense to me when I see like the moon is here and the sun is here. Cause just like you said, I say, I see those and I'm like, oh, this is nice. But now I'm like, oh, well, the moon means this. So that helps color what this means yeah so yay thank you for putting oh me into a new rabbit hole <laughs> oh that is my
1: I feel like that's my ultimate goal here <laughs> right? like sending people down things um but thank you so much for having me this is so much fun and I promise to post more simple content about it because yes. I think it could
0: be really helpful it really um, is yeah. I totally think that it is And I'm sure we'll talk to Kate again soon. She's the Light Lines on Instagram. Um, You should check her out. Thank you all for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to Chatting Human Design. Join me again soon. Have a fantastic day.